Welcome into Inside LAFC. I'm not going to wait any. I'm not going to waste any time. Hello, play it's Vince. No, it's not player. I wanted because oh, last time you said you always take so long to introduce you. Oh, Max, you listen to me. I like that. Yeah, I do. I appreciate that. Very proud of this young man, Vince. Who uh, his his trade is 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 a writer, but he's started to immerse into the TV audio podcast realm and doing a great job. And even as an MC yesterday at the playoff rally, Max, that was so much fun yesterday. How much fun did you have getting up on stage? Getting the by the way, the musical so empowering. fantastic. Uh, the supporters come in and, and literally bring in the party. I mean, that everything about that. And the amount of people, the smiles on their faces. And you know what the lasting impression I'll have of that rally was, though? When we told everyone, thank you so much for coming out here. Hey, we're all going to head over and watch the game. And literally every man, woman, and child went, went over to free play to I watch did, the I game. I did not expect that. Yeah, it was it was like an exodus from Christmas Tree Lane to free play which was which was amazing to see we thought a few people would come watch us watch it with us but by the time you and i got into free play there was nowhere to sit it was like they were waiting to go to free play from two o'clock in the afternoon yeah and for the record it was a the weather people in los angeles just stop stop you keep saying it's going to get cold and i'm fine with the heat although we're here at the performance center it's about 90 degrees oh it's warm a little bit hot for late october but they keep saying fall's coming in and then i went out there to christmas tree lane and it was 90 degrees and i was black shirt Black shoes, black pants, Cadillac. <laughs> was it? How's the song go? <laughs> Rancid? Yeah, that was it. You, you almost did to her. Black shoes, so, black hat, Cadillac. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to my buddy Chris, who's going to go. love that. Like They're going to love that. The, um, oh, we Carlos were, works for the club. He's, he's <laughs> eavesdropping here. We're like right in the middle of it all because we want to serve you the best possible way. Actually watching the guys train. Won't give you any details of that for obvious reasons. But um, I mean, you guys know what's coming. So. It was so hot. It was so hot at the Christmas, and I was like melting. Yeah, you were. And I was getting a little, a little frazzled because it was a long weekend. And then we went to we went into field play, free, free play, play. <laughs> field free play, and it was air conditioned. And I got so a beer, nice. and it was just delightful. And I got a uh, there was like a bean bag. There was a room there, it was completely packed. And this is the thing that's crazy. It's like I've covered this league a long time. I always say that, but to think that. 500 people 500 people uh, 400 yeah, yeah, I think your your perception of the amount of people that can I see I, I see quadruple I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like 250 okay. 500 300 I don't think you could get 500 up on the, up there 300 people okay 300 <laughs> there's a lot of children you know they're very small Look, and they, <laughs> there was a lot of children and and you you pointed out man we have like the coolest kids yeah, like I don't know what our what our supporters are, are doing, but they're raising the coolest kids. They're raising they the coolest kids. These these beautiful children too, and yeah. they are just dr- dressed to the nines. Yeah, they all got style. They all got charisma. They all got they're they were great. They're yes. fun to hang around. I was trying to watch the game, and I, instead I was like building balloon animals. True story. But um, make me a to, balloon animal clown. <laughs> the point being to be there supporting a club and watching with two hundred and fifty. Estimated people that, watching that, another game has yeah. two that, teams that you don't support was we're, amazing. We're fervently watching. Yes, they, they weren't were, just there for for you know because it was hot and they needed some drinks after. No, they were full into the game. There was chants throughout the game. There was banter. There was yelling at the TVs. I mean, apparently I, you I, were yelling at the TV by my, the sounds yeah, my, of you. My voice is, is kind of gone because a lot of people were coming up to me asking me questions about the the match and it was so loud in there that I had to try to talk over it. But I, I had a blast just hanging out with everybody. I, I mean, I think. It's something that we should definitely look forward to in the future is watching more games together with everyone. Yeah, I loved it. I think we should do that. I think there's that little area where we could, I want to say, put a hard camera in there. And just rec- We wanted to do something Sunday. 
we couldn't do it. It was just too it was loud. Too loud. And by eight thirty o'clock, I was spent. And I'll tell you what, you never seen anything until you seen a grown man try to get out of a beanbag chair. <laughs> That's terrible. the one thing. I'll we did say what. we were going to tape something there. We did not. Those people that laid down in those beanbag chairs are like, man, this has got to be so comfortable. But once the match was over, watching them try to navigate the, the perils of getting out of that chair in a graceful way. Okay. I also want to say thank you to everyone who did there. DJ Charisma is the goods. She was working Charisma the whole was time. Awesome. Yeah, DJ Charisma and then the musical acts, Marquise Black. Marky Black. Say Marky. I was say Marky. Marky Black. Marky Black. With, with Charles Copley. Man, you have a good memory. And they stood around to the end. They were they they were there till eight o'clock. And Marky Black and Charles had a song where you name ID'd every LAFC player. Every LAFC player. Yeah. And it was So good. I love that. Good. And he was dressed in black and gold. Yeah, and it wasn't just to do it to do it. Like the flow was good, the beats were good, the rhythm was he was he was great. Good beats, huh? Good beats. Hey. I look, I'm a rock and roll guy, but I know when music is music, it's good. So it was like kinda R and B rap. And then you had McKenna, which is more electronic. Their mm-hmm. audio went out for a minute, and they just got back on that horse yep. and knocked it out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I applaud them for being able to shake that off because you, you saw me a little a little frazzled going into our remote. So you can imagine what I would have been like yep. had, had my guitar gone out on stage or, or anything of that nature. So they, But they popped it right back on, right back into the show. When I was on stage, my guitar did go out for a bit, but I just kept playing. Yeah, it is. You saw that? That was, was that was an air guitar. All right. I'm not sure if you. <laughs> so those guys are great, and then it was interesting. Watts, by the way, we didn't think we were going to talk about this, but it was it was a fun evening, a fun afternoon and evening. Watts sticks, who brought it down the final act, and he is like our resident musician. Yep. And he plays the, the one song. It's like the you know the one song that we play at the stadium, and we put. And when I saw him take the stage, everyone moved closer. There is definitely a connection between the LAFC community and Sticks, and got to give credit to Sticks because he really nurtured that, and you can see the love going out there. So he brought the show down; it was fantastic. Yeah, he's an or- he's an organic dude. It's weird to say organic dude, but what I, what I mean by that is like this: this is him, man. You get the the same guy that's on stage, the same guy that's going to go out there, high five you, uh, and really he's we've embraced him, but. Basically, because we've come together right in the middle, and it's it's two sides coming together and really showing love for each other and having the same passions outside of football, but but also you know loving the colors, loving the black right. and gold. He's in, he's in. It was tremendous, and you can see my interview on Taste of LAFC coming out very soon with Sticks. So check out for that. We went to a Cuban vegan restaurant, which seems like an oxymoron. It is. It is very. It's the some, two words you never go. But hey, everyone should be eating less red meat or any kind of meat. So yeah, meatless Mondays. Why not? Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. I was a bad Catholic. I kept missing Good Friday I, by accident, and I was, I'd wake up and have like bacon. I go, "Oh my God, it's Good Friday!" Yeah, I'm just I'm just an awful human being. My father tries to go no meat on Fridays, regardless, not just Lent. Every every yeah, strong oh strong Roman I gotta, Catholic. I need some self discipline in my life, and I'm going to pursue that in 2020. Let's go back to Saturday. <laughs> put that on the side, on the back burner, though. We'll do our playoff preview. Let's just in this segment. Let's just talk about the weekend. Okay. Saturday yeah, yeah. we went to Gelegetsa. No, we had so much fun this weekend. You and I were out. We were work. men of the people. Yes, we went to do our podcast. Now we're doing this podcast, and you're not hearing that podcast because, well, we didn't have really a controlled environment. No. And there were people having dinner, looking at us like, who are these people? And then we had a great turnout. About thirty people. Is that am I, am I inflating numbers? Uh, again? Twenty thirty. <laughs> I'm just messing Defenders with Defenders of the Bank yeah, we'll say as a group, always out, and yep. we love them uh, for their support. Andy, who's uh, becoming a really good writer in his own right, yep. uh, is Duessa, right? Andy, yeah, I love him. I work with him at ESPN. And he came out fantastic. Yahoo, Yahoo writer, great great writer. Had a great piece uh, uh, leading up to Carlos breaking the record. Great writer. Rosen, 
said he was going to come all week and did not come. Did not. He made it to the playoff rally for about five minutes. Get out of here with that he guy. Was. He was. You didn't see him. He's, I did see him for like a split second because I was going to bring up that you didn't come Saturday, yeah. and then he was gone. I was going to try to bring him on stage to give a stat, just see how scary he's in trouble. he was going to be. He's going to hear it from me. So... <laughs> <laughs> Saturday we did that It was it, I was there for five hours Because we did the podcast And I sat down and ate uh, Carlos Cadillac came out And sang a song yeah, I was great told guest. Great guest Great uh, guest The giveaways People were flew, flew all the way in From Argentina Straight from Buenos Aires <laughs> LAFC Luchador Was also there I want to thank him Because he's everywhere With the Yeah every, the everyone that came out Saturday We really want to thank you guys Because we You guys hung with us in a, in a weird environment But I think we made it fun I think we even won over Yes A couple of fans I think there was a few a uh, few older ladies are like, who are those? Who are those handsome gentlemen talking about football? Yes, I know. I gave someone a scarf and a hat, and they were very happy. Yeah, uh, a gentleman got the scarf. He wore it the whole night, and a lady had the hat, and she wore it the whole night. We gave out awesome prizes. People did come up and say, "What are you guys doing?" They were curious. Yeah. So, good. We had to get that under our belt, and we looked to do it again, maybe yep. in more control. Maybe at Gelagetza, we'll maybe a little after hours. We can come after back. hours at Gelagetza. Oh. I'd like to do it from the bar somehow. Yeah. Maybe me and you could be making micheladas while we're doing yes. it. Oh, so a little cocktail. <laughs> we'll dress up like uh, Tom Cruise and cocktail. Smarty Pants over here said I left my credit card in the back because I was going to say, if you left a review, if you left a review, I will buy you a beer. And for the record, it was 79 reviews on Inside LAFC. Okay. We're up to 90. Whoa. So there was progress. I still need to get to no, 100. People, yeah, people So let's beers. get to 100. Yeah. I mean, well, you. Here's what happened, Max. You left your card up there, and you announced and, it. And, yeah, at one point, you you left the stage right before our guests, and and that cannot go unpunished. So I did what say I did was, get a michelada. I said nobody got a michelada I, on my I, on my bill when yeah, I got there. I possibly said over out loud that if you know Max's first and last name, you can go to the bar and get a drink, put it on his tab. So and I froze. That, maybe maybe it was my fault. All right, but but you had so I said go get a michelada, which was two for one. Two when for I one. got my bill. There was no micheladas. It was <laughs> people got the, the, the top drawer drink. I was like, what? <laughs> they went for the good. Me- hey, those mezcals up there look good, though, right? It was good. It's a good place. It's a good experience. Oh, it's a good dining experience. Everything that came out of the kitchen, I wanted because we were standing up, moving around a lot. I wanted to see if I could just pick something off. Yeah, but I, I restrained myself. I had some, I had some mole, and then I had the uh, botana, which is a giant platter of meats and cactus and oh. onions. Oh, so good. All right, how so, are you still alive? How did you wake up the next day? I actually felt I. I I took it easy. There was four of us sitting. I mean, you were light on your feet on Saturday, so you must yeah. have. I had a good week, and I exercised. Um, you know, ate well. No, no, no drinking. A little bit, a couple c- cold ones on yeah. Sunday for sure. But everything was good. Hey, man, when, when we, <laughs> you you weren't lying when you said if we go places, you're not buying a drink because the fans, everyone that came out, to I see told us, you. Just copious amounts of drinks. So uh, everyone again, wants to buy a drink. So I, I try to even it out. I did buy two drinks as part of my leaving a review. So yeah. that is, I will stand by that. I can't. Yeah, I can't thank enough and say how how awesome it was to feel so warmly greeted and just feel like you're friends with everybody. I mean, taking I know, photos I know, of people too. Yeah, right? I know that they get to listen to us, and and it, it probably seems like uh, it's a one way conversation. But to get to see you guys and have you come out and say, you know, you love the podcast, you love listening on the way to work, or you love. When we do silly bits, um, yes, they do. They, people remember and they bring. It. Uh, actually, the I should say the FCFC podcast. A lot of people are coming up to that, so it's good to see that people listen to every LAFC podcast. We mentioned Defenders of the Bank. Everything uh, that's out there is uh, is listened to and consumed. Yeah. Okay, let's come back and talk a little bit about the playoffs, and we're getting ready. For, who are we playing? Uh, Galaxy. <laughs> the guy. Wait, one last thing. Happen. One last thing. So when we were at free play, 
every time Minnesota came close to scoring, they were, the crowd was clearly on board for Minnesota. It's weird to cheer for the Galaxy, even though I said we want the Galaxy. The game ended, and everyone was like that, and then it, it switched, and everyone was happy about Thursday. Nervous, excited, all these emotions, you could see it kick in, and they booed every time Zlatan popped yep. up on the screen. It was amazing. To it, see that reaction, was in, it was thick. You said it best on Twitter, to see... Uh, a large group of people watching a match that their team is not a part of and yeah. an MLS match. We're not talking Boca River. We're not talking Madrid-Barcelona. We're talking Minnesota versus the Galaxy and to, to have them be fully invested. I mean, it went from when the Galaxy scored to hearing chants of we want Carson to, like you said, Minnesota coming Carson. close and people cheering for Minnesota coming close. To it. I mean, people at the end of the day just wanted pure carnage. And I, I actually, I reveled in it. I at some point, I gave up my, my want for whoever I wanted to play, and I just wanted to revel in pure yeah. carnage. I'm glad it happened. And it's, immediately, the game ended, and everyone's phones are blowing up. Yep. You know, if it could have gone 120 minutes, though, that would have been nice. <sighs> yeah, I was excited. I was really comfortable. I could have had another couple cold ones, I think. They were just Beer was flowing up there. I will say this. This is a public service announcement to Major League Soccer. Don Garber, I don't know if he listens to the pod. I know Don pretty well. I know he's in Sacramento with uh, the announcement of uh, Sacramento Republic. If big, big remain deal. that team's name. Um. And everyone, Dan Cordemanch, Jason Seguini, Larry Tiscornia, and uh, the top brass over at, at uh, MLS. What, what happened last night is exactly what this league has to embrace. And that is there are a lot of new fans. There are a lot of new fans to Major League Soccer on this club. There's a lot of new fans in Atlanta, new fans coming in Nashville, new fans coming in Miami, new fans coming in Austin that have never watched MLS. Yep. You have got to find a way to keep them engaged about everything that's happened in the league. And you saw last night, that's very easy because it's, you, it's about one step away your opponent. Yeah, absolutely replicable. And yes. it should be, it should be, I I kept saying, I, man, I wish MLS had a camera out here. They should just have like a live yeah. cam on, on these right. watch parties because it, it was an amazing spectacle. Yes. Very good. All right, we'll leave there. Leave that there. And when we return, we'll talk about the MLS Cup playoffs, which were a roaring success based on everyone you spoke to. Yeah, let's do a little. My bracket is completely intact. I got. I picked all the right Ooh, winners. Maxi. It was almost chalk except for the Galaxy. Well, then let's do. Yeah, let's do a quick run through of what happened. And then, we'll, and then, and then we'll, we'll also talk preview. about a hard preview. Okay, we'll be back on Inside LFC. Please re- leave a review. Let's get to a hundred. I will get you cupcakes this time around. Maybe that or Randy's donuts. Oh, Randy's donuts. Good if call. you leave a review. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Inside LAFC. Joining you from the LAFC Performance Center, where the guys in black and gold are preparing for their matchup that we now know will be the LA Galaxy. It's going to be... uh, it's going to be another L.A. event. It's crazy because the Clippers are playing the Lakers on Tuesday. Yeah. And LFC, this is what you want. This is why you, you live in Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, the, the sporting week in Los Angeles, it's nice to know now the table is set. We know what we're getting. The playoffs are, we're, we're officially in the playoffs now, right? Because leading in this weekend, yeah. we were kind of just lingering around, enjoying enjoying the fruits of our labor, I suppose you would say. Yep. Uh, but now it's go time. I mean, we're, you and I are watching training right now, and in, you can tell it is go time. It is go time. It's all this. A long season comes down to this. The season could be over on Thursday. It really could. Well, which <laughs> leads us into what we want to talk about right. is the playoffs. How great was that one-off Amazing. weekend? 
It reminded me, and I tweeted this, of the NCAA tournament. So the first game out of the trap is a favorite, Atlanta, the reigning champs, and the biggest underdog, New England. And it's a tough game. It's a tight game. And you're getting into it. And then the next one was Seattle and Dallas. Same thing. Seattle, the two seed, although way behind LAFC. Not a huge gap between two and seven, really, in the West, but enough. And you're playing at home, and FC Dallas almost, you know, they came back from two down. They tied it at two. They tied it at three. And then finally, we weren't able to to defend it. We went to extra time, and Jordan Morris scored a hat trick. By the way, side plot. All those guys that returned to their clubs from national team duty with the U.S. looked happy and refreshed that they were away. I'm I'm just saying it. Josh Sargent scored a goal. Christian Pulisic looked like he was happy. And no one happier than Jordan Morris. Even Reggie Cannon, too, to a listener. You know, I I agree with you, but I will counterpoint this, and I think Mark Anthony Kay will will applaud this. Richard Lorea, who also had himself quite the game on the opposite side, Canada versus U.S., got himself a goal. So it looks like he... It looks like this, those Canadian guys have been buoyed by the results. The international so we'll, rub. We, you, you are right. From the U.S. side, those guys seem to be much happier to be away from that spotlight and that pressure. Well, but I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Richard Larea, pretty comfy playing at BMO Field. Yeah. Toronto's my pick out of the East, by the way. I, so. I, I, as, as it pertains to like a sneaky, under-the-radar pick, Max, I think that is that would be where the smart money is. Yes. I would love to see New York City FC come out and proved they were the best team yeah. in the East. But, but I, wa- I watched I watched Toronto play New York at Yankee Stadium recently, and had Toronto finished their chances, they would have blown them off right. the pitch. Wow, that's interesting. They like playing there. Yep. So you, it was, to me, the two most exciting days this league has ever had. Full oh, stop. Absolutely. It was six games over two days, one after the other. It felt like that tournament where one game ends, one game ends. Four games on Saturday, and they were all competitive. That will bring me to my second point, and this is a cautionary tale here. Hopefully not a cautionary tale for LAFC. Mm-hmm. The higher seeds all labored to results. LAFC is a different animal. They were much better than everybody else. Yep. But it is you will see Philadelphia. I mean, they were down 3-1 and were able to pull it back. They were dead to rights. But I think as the higher seeds, and LAFC, I'm sure Bob is all over this, because you've got to really gain control of that game. because And all the higher seeds won except for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But it it dragged, and at one slip, and Seattle could have been out. Certainly, uh, maybe even Atlanta could have been out at some point. Seattle, who am I missing? Philadelphia probably should have been out. Sure, yeah, they were, they were getting railroaded for the first 30 minutes of that match. So I mean, is- Red Bulls came out put up the press that we expected from Red Bulls. And then there, I believe there was an injury that kind of made them switch some things around. Um, they pulled back a little bit. Philly came back. But uh, I, I'd be interested to know this, and I, I like how you say it's a, it's a cautionary tale, but would, is it better, though? Like, if you're the team that had been waiting and you get to, you see all those those teams laboring, now, now you can have Bob come out and say, hey, guys, look, no one's going to give it to you. you. You knew that, but now you, now you have proof of it. As opposed to if if all these number one all these top seeds had just boat raced everyone, would that have changed the the dynamic a little bit? I don't know. No, it's just it's what the league is. There's not much separating. But I would have expected Atlanta to come out and yeah. take control against New England. I would have thought Seattle, especially with that early lead, would have dusted FC Dallas, and they well, did not. We talk about mentality, and it just shows you how important mentality is. No matter who you're playing, no matter how long you've had to wait to play, you've got to have your mentality at a high at a high level. Or else, other teams are going to come. They're going to punch you in the mouth, and you're going to have to figure it out on the fly. And that's not—it's not fun. By the way, Toronto—they did win five-one, but they were on the ropes. It's, yeah. I mean, it's hard to imagine they scored four goals oh. in the first extra time session, but it was one-one. They had to be. Oh my God, 
we let a goal in on the last kick almost. Yeah. And Look, somehow I, it worked out I, for them. I talked with it about a few people because they they were like, "What do you make of that DC Toronto game?" And I, I and I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know the, the inner workings of the club with DC, but man, I, and I know Ben Olsen's been a, a good servant and been through so much with it's them. Weird. But when you see a team just kind of give up in extra time like that. I think you got to start asking some hard questions, and uh, look, say after and Ben Olsen probably be the first to ask the hard questions himself. But they got to really—I mean, obviously they knew that they were losing Wayne Rooney, got, you know, at some point once they once they were out. But uh, you have a team just fall over like that in extra time. They did and, and go to right five, after one. the first goal. Yeah, when it went two-one, it was over. It was over. The legs went. I was like, boom, and they were just, they yeah. were on the ropes, hanging over. I, I just I think DC's got to start. I mean, they've got uh, they've got their new stadium. They got a beautiful new stadium. They're gonna have to. Retool some things with Rooney leaving, but again, I yeah. just Ben Olsen, you gotta maybe you gotta sit down with him and say, I don't. Yeah, where this, are we going? The Wayne what are and, and what the Wayne Rooney situation? What is it? What's the legacy? Good player, nothing. Had some great yeah. highlights, but nothing got the team I'll, to the playoffs. I'll tell you what, our old friend Benny Failhaber on the Match Day show, fantastic, <laughs> great, great. He was photo. so good. He he was he was willing. To, he did not. You know, a lot of times you get players that are current players, and they're like, eh, I don't want to. I don't want to go in on guys, but man, he he was. Pointed with his analysis uh, and my his best answer to the whole thing, they go, uh, "What, what, you, what's, what's Wayne Rooney's legacy?" And he just goes, "Short." <laughs> that they, that they, fail hopper can turn they, a they phrase. Go, they go, "What?" And he he goes, "What, what else do you want me to say?" Yeah, That's what it is. It really was. It, it, do, it doesn't have really a designation. I don't yeah. know. Benny's but, got Benny's got himself a, a future in that guaranteed because he he brought it. By the way, I, maybe I've been living in Los Angeles too long, but I've never heard a Brit wanting to go back. To Great Britain or England after living here in the states, or I should say in Los Angeles. Yeah, they come here and they ain't going. Trust me, I have a ten of friends, ten of them that are my friends. I mean, Max, they're like, DC, oh, I ain't going back, mate. No yeah. way. DC ain't LA. You know that. <laughs> it's true. It's still a great city. No, it's, it gets can't cold. Be. It's a weird, weird place to be place, these, these, these past few years. Yeah, right, right. Fair enough. Yeah, there's political. Yeah. Uh, we'll just leave it's it. It's heavy. That. So, um, whatever. We DC will certainly keep an eye on. Uh, how many games went to extra time? Is three. Three games extra. Philadelphia went extra time. Seattle, Seattle went extra and, time. Uh, DC and, and Toronto. Toronto. So there is a fine line separating these teams. Okay, so let's look at the the galaxy now. Uh, did you fill out a bracket? I didn't. I did at the very end. I, I, I didn't want to. Say, I'm going to pick LAFC just because I have no criteria to have someone beat them based on anything. Someone I'm, might beat them, but I, who am I going to say? Oh yeah, the guys are going to beat them because. All right. I just don't want to provide more opportunities for people to say, "Hey, see, you don't know anything." Cuz every year we between the digital department, we we put in we we predict LFC's full results before the first game of the season. The past 2 years, I've come in almost de- I actually this year I came in dead last. The season before I came in d- so, somewhere right around dead last. Yeah. So I, I just don't want to give people more reasons to think that I, I don't know what I'm doing. Because oh. I, I like to think I, I know a thing or two. Well, that's never but happened picking to me. results is not for me. Yeah, you, you seem to pick Amazing. results. By the way, fantasy you know, football, 6-1 in both results. leagues. And in my college football uh, spread challenge, I am third in a group of 65 people. I think we need it. It's we, an old ESPN. Maybe we need to combine our powers. Either that or I need to just like seed you a little money so that I can get yes. a return on investment. Because yes. you seem to have the magic touch. I'm really bad at tweeting when I, I for instance, oh. I know, I, my tweets are right. So I said, Daniel, you're, you're, Carlos, are you a New York Giants fan? He is a New York Giants. He didn't want to answer that right away. Yeah. But I, I said, this Daniel Jones, he ain't got it or something. And then he, on the Thursday Night Football, he has this touchdown pass. And people go, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's got it. Well, two weeks later, I've been vindicated. I just My tweet was sent at the wrong time. Yeah. Your hot takes immediately blow up, but, yeah, then, but down then the line. But see, no one remembers that, Max. Of course not. I just want to say it you on don't my get behalf. Credit for it. So there you go. 
people remember. Those people that wrote to me on Twitter, they'll remember. Okay, so let's look towards this Galaxy game. Obviously, it has the potential to be the biggest game in the history of... Sorry, I'm, I'm laughing because Beta just played a pass and it, it didn't come off. Oh, okay, he just said go. something that was pretty funny. Can you share it or no? Uh, it was a... He said, oh, we're not are supposed you, to win. Are you expletive something? Okay, God, I know what you're saying. So, um, they get the Galaxy. I will say this to LAFC's benefit, and I know the guys here returning home, which softens it a bit, but having to go be the visitor in back-to-back games on four weeks... That's not a recipe for success. That's no. going to be tough for the Galaxy to overcome. Yeah, and they they labored through that match. I mean, we both said, and everyone I talked to while watching the game, the one thing, the only disappointment about being there that day was, man, that was not a good game to watch. Two teams that just, the decision-making was poor, when to hold the ball, when to take touches, when to dribble. It was on both sides, and then and you can say Minnesota had three to four chances where they really legitimately should have finished. So the Galaxy had to, had to labor, um, but I, I think... A lot of people pointed out this, uh, Matt Doyle, one of them. At the end of the day, they just had too much talent for Minnesota. They t- yeah. Look, when, you got, when you've got Pavone playing a ball to, uh, to Zlatan, who plays a ball to Antuna, who then back to Zlatan, who takes a shot, and then it's followed up by Sebastian Legette. There's a lot of talent going on in a broken play to right. create that first goal. You can say what you want about Adrian Heath, and he had a great season, and he'll get votes for uh, Coach of the Year. This season certainly deserves it. But when I see Darwin Quintero... And Mason Toy, both starting on the bench. You're the higher seed playing at home with that atmosphere where everything is getting a goal early. Yeah. I, hindsight is twenty twenty, but well, in the game, I would I would not have agreed with that. It was just so wide open, and it was like I said, uh, other than maybe like Ozzy Alonso, Icapara, no one on that Minnesota team seemed. To, it was a hot potato. Like they wanted to take two touches on everything, and if you could get with an open game like that, if you could get someone like Darwin Quintero, who who is a mastermind when it comes to, dribb- to dribbling, just get him on the ball and say, "Hey, find a space where you can just get and get in there, dribble some guys, and, and be effective." Uh, the game was screaming out for that, and he he waited so long to bring Quintero in. I, w- I would have brought him in at forty-five. Yep, at the very least, uh, I agree. You made a great point. It was open, so when you see that and identify it, go for it. So. Uh, the LA Galaxy do get through. I was glad it, two goals, not by anyone named Zlatan, which could also be are very the, scary. Well, but yeah, he was involved. Legitimate question: Are you scared? Are you glad because right the final game of the season, regular season, he didn't. I mean, he had a goal, but didn't play particularly well. Now he, he doesn't play particularly well in this game. Can can we count on Zlatan to have consecutive bad games? Ooh, go take a walk, Vince. Yeah. What? Are you, why would you breathe that out into the open air here? We're asking the tough questions. Well, look, he gets look, Zlatan has had a great season. He gets way too much credit. I mean, because I've, we've never had one guy get more credit for a team. He gets more credit for what the Galaxy do mm-hmm. than what Carlos Vela does here. And well, because he was his a team, whole team plays for him. Plays for, but no, they have some good players. They can, but they. Jonathan they, Dos Santos is a, one of the best at his position. Carlos Pavone is a rare talent that we have in this league. Yeah. They have well, defensively. Hey, they held up. They didn't give up a goal. I would say. Uh, in goal, you have a guy who faces a lot of shots but makes a lot of saves. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, they, they set up in a way that can optimize the type of players that they have. They, they have Zlatan up front. They have Christian Pavon up front. They have Antuna. And then basically, they're going to put guys behind the ball. They're going to they're gonna say, hey, if you want to go into the wide areas. Want to for the bench? Yeah, you want to go into wide areas. They got some bigs, big bodies in center back who, who would prefer if you send crosses because they can't defend speed. So if they can if they can slow you down through through the central areas, 
uh, and then basically force you out wide. And when they do slow you down in central areas, then hit you, just punch you straight up with, with Pavone and Zlatan. That's where they can be dangerous. They didn't so much do that against Minnesota, but they found one to two moments where they could. And again, talent carried, carried the day for them. The one thing is, uh, is that what we expect from them against us? It, it, they just seem a completely different team against us. So I, that's what that's why I bring up the statement about Zlatan. But that's why I say at the end of the day, I, I feel like we have to bring up that statement because I, we're going to have to work for it. Right. And look, you, that win at Minnesota was their best result of the season, maybe outside of beating, coming back to beat LAFC in the first meeting. But, I, I mean, Minnesota has lost one home game. They were good. They had momentum. They were healthy, and the Galaxy withheld and got. That's a good. That's a sign of a. That's a good result. No one else won on the road. Yep. Except for the no. The it was the one game. The one game that didn't go to chalk. Let me, but let me ask you, Max. You're you're a man. And they of, won pretty comfortably. They won by two goals. Yeah. Well, you're a man of storylines of narratives. You you like a little bit of poetry in your sports. Is, is this the way it had to be? Yes, it, I would like actually. Now that you said that, I wouldn't mind quoting some Dylan Thomas if I could. I'm just kidding. Oh, I th- if you could have, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I'd have to pull it off my phone. I had a Welsh friend who. Dylan Thomas is like one of the only poets that I know, other than like big big time. I think this is a good time to quote some Dylan Thomas. Dylan Thomas and Maya Angelou. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, I will quote some Dylan Thomas in one segment. But but tell me, I mean, because so many people after the literally after the game ended said to me, "We have to beat the Galaxy to win MLS Cup." It it wouldn't have mattered if we didn't. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't say that that's. Uh, 100% true, but I, I do think there's there's some uh, enough people said that to me that I believe that that is a, a real storyline and that this team kind of needed that in order to to yeah. make themselves whole. Is that and I I feel like you're the man to to tell me that story because I feel like you're you're all bought into that. I could see it in your face. Yeah, I, well, I, I was I was a lot of people saw my little Twitter post about that. They're like, yeah, you think? I go, yeah, believe it. So serendipity. The things have fallen in place. Team Security, Paul, would you like to make your debut on... Um, uh, we're all good, Max. Yeah. Good to see you here. Thanks. What was the highlight of your season? Ooh, probably my uh, my friend from San Jose. Oh. What's his name again, Vince? Matias Almeida. That's the guy. Paul, that's the best cameo we've Paul, had on the, po- on Paul, the podcast. Uh, Paul and uh, Matias yeah, Almeida had a nice mate after yeah. the game. It was Paul, like you get to sweep in here and name drop Matias Almeida and the fact that you made sure that he... Promptly left the stadium. I, I don't think anyone's going to top that. Yes. How about that? I, I, I want to get team security, but he doesn't want you know to. No, we love Paul. Well, because he's got too many stories to share, and you know, yeah, he can't. He can't. His 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 job is to do things in the. In but the he's background. worked for a lot of teams in I LA, know. so that's what I'm he's saying. Seen he's seen everything, but has said nothing. Maybe yeah. that is the Maybe point. This thing he can't say anything. Seen everything, said nothing. We're looking for interviews all over the place. <laughs> Max, this a lot of people here that I see that weren't at our live podcast on Saturday. Well, that's all right. This this episode was supposed to be thirty minutes, and we right. are gonna we are gonna really should top get, that. Should we get out? We're still talking. Yeah, I mean, we, want, do, yeah. is there any? I mean, look, I, there's is, there's not I much to, to analyze from. I know. This. I would say like, all right, we have to get to a good start. That goes without saying. LFC got off to a great start in the first meeting, and it didn't end out well for them. And they were they were run off the field. That was the one time LFC is like, who? No. We don't recognize them because the guys were having their way. No, I agree with you. It all seems like hollow platitudes, right? Yeah. The, Just the things that you, you think you'd expect. It's like if you had a bulletin board of all like the greatest sports cliches, yeah, we, every one, we have to do all those. Right. I think... But I just finished the thought. But when they played their best was when they were down two goals. That yeah. was the best we have seen ever from LAFC against the Galaxy. Well, I think Bob made a great point when they were... when they The two goals that they gave up were because they, they gave up one quickly 
and that was a that was an error. That's a goal that that you're like, whoa! I can't believe we're we're down one goal. And they wanted to get like five goals back at one time, and they wanted to go forward so quickly that they forgot other things that they do well, which is look. This team can play fast in transition, but you don't play in transition. You don't go fast when there's so many bodies behind the ball because they're going to do exactly what they did to get the second goal back, which is create an uh, create a, basically an opportunity to put you into a cul-de-sac in the middle of the field and then race back the other way. So once they kind of trusted what they do, and I think. Uh, this is going to sound like another cliche, but I, I really believe that this is what it's going to take to win the game. Do what you do best, and do what you do better than anyone else, even better than before. I, if if LAFC does what they do best, which we have not seen for 90 minutes in any of these five Galaxy matches, whether it's last season or this year when we've been, you know, the best team in MLS history, not just not just aesthetically, but in in the in the win column and statistically. But we haven't seen a full 90 minutes of what they do best. And if they do, I guarantee you they will win that game. And I know that, that again, that sounds hollow. But I, I just I haven't seen it yet. So they're going to have to find a way to put it all together, to believe in the way that they play and know that, look, the Galaxy are only picking off mistakes. So yeah. if, you can, if you can, you know, create those advantages and take advantage of them and, and execute, you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna have a Galaxy team that's going to wonder, hey, what, what happened to that team that was scared of us? Yeah. It's not. It ain't happening anymore. In order for that to work, you need to defend. And I mean, a lot of people say, "Okay, Eddie Segura, Walker Zimmerman, how do they defend Zlatan?" Because where he goes, at least as it applies to LFC, that's where they have been successful. They have gone through Zlatan, and he is a big game player. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. He's going to want to come up here, and he, he'd probably do for it. That said, every game that we've seen has had goals. Some, a lot of goals. Yep. So I would imagine. When you put all that criteria, we might be heading into something like that again. Now, if LAFC can keep the defense tidy and allow no goals or a goal, they're going to advance. But I, I think with Zlatan due, LAFC ready to go. Are they ready to score lots of, was 26 goals in the first round? That has nothing to do with LAFC's game, but it is clearly no, in the, this format. There's goals in this play. There is encouraging teams to score. I think mm-hmm. that's an underreported part. You're like, hey, look, whatever the reason, teams aren't coming out defending they're going because there's 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that would play here. We know LFC is going to come out and play their style. You would like to see an early goal, but I I, I get the feeling this one, will it's going to be tedious till the very end. Yep. Much like the very first meeting when they were up three and you're like, okay, you still didn't say, all right, let's uh, yeah. let's start recording uh, our post-game shit. No. Look, the, the Galaxy literally set up in a, in a, in a disconnected manner. They, they play lots on high he 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 walks around the pitch when they don't have the ball you when you have the ball you build out you're building basically 11 versus 10 because Laton has taken taken it off but that it's always in the back of your head that man if we may mess up that first pass you know who it's going to it's going to Zlatan so I think the biggest emphasis point of emphasis especially in defending and just in the game in general is you're gonna have to go as a unit you have to stay connected Galaxy are looking for those moments when you maybe stretch yourself just that little bit, give them that extra 10 yards that they can play into and run through. So if you can keep, you can, you know, Walker and Eddie will be big against Zlatan, but more so defending as a team, defending as a connected unit. When a guy steps, you have to trust that the guy behind you is stepping because that 10 yards you leave behind you when you step, that's what they're looking for. I'm so pumped up. For this uh, game. Everyone is so fired up. I, I, we don't know how to manage these days, so there's a lot of things coming. I just... I, yeah, yeah. Thursday can't come soon enough. I know that is absolutely what everyone's saying. I saw Kevin Baxter tweeting something that the the secondary market for some of these tickets. Yeah. Um, I might see my buddy Kevin Costner again. Yeah, I've, 
I just gonna I need to find a way to just like plug into the energy of this game and just it's gonna be electric. This this could this match alone could power Los Angeles for a year. <laughs> I guarantee it because you know you know the noise. They got we gotta find some kind of way to to reharness that energy that's gonna be coming out of that north end because it would. That's uh, talk about sustainable clean energy. <laughs> it's unbelievable, unbelievable. What's at stake here? And to have this game, we almost had it last year. To have it here is it's it's special because the rivalries are you know the, a big part of this. Although um, sometimes rivalry games don't. When you look at you know, like Manchester United Liverpool, it's not going to be a good game. Yeah, I, I saw Inter up. Milano. It wasn't a good game. LFC Galaxy is always entertaining yeah. it always is a good game it's just like some loose elements involved maybe because the the newness of lafc and the newness of zlatan in this in this country that it, it just always creates something special so you'd be crazy to miss it yeah there's there's n- never been a dull storyline but i think you make a good point yeah those games are they're beautiful in different ways right they're not really the cleanest most slick which one passing. the other rivalries oh just all rivalries Rivalry right? games generally yeah they're, they're a little tight everyone's a little tense oh i saw spurs I mean, arsenal was I mean, awful early it's just just awful games lfc and lfc has played some beautiful football moments against the galaxy but they're also gonna have to say at times we can win dirty right just for closure because i know we have some english Premier League fans as bad as that manchester united liverpool entertainment wise was just seeing it, the Old Trafford humming like that is worth watching. Yeah. So I'll put that. And seeing the desire of two teams. Like, yes. that's what we want to see in there. Yes. But that's the one thing that we know we don't have to worry about with this matchup. Yeah. Like, you can worry about where the goal is going to come from, where is this going to come from. That's fine. But you can be guaranteed that you're going to see two sides that are absolutely going to be going for it. The book of LAFC that's going to be told 20 years from now, 30 years from now, this will be a chapter. This will One of these teams will... Will go through maybe win an MLS Cup, but even if they don't, uh, this, the historical significance of this first ever playoff meeting between the two LA teams will resonate, and will, people will be talking about it. There's no if other ways. I, I, there's no other way for it to have a different outcome. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Enough about blabbering. I mean, yeah, we can't. We we're we're just gilding the lily at this point. We're just continuing to pile. Like what? we said. You know what gilding the lily means? Gilding? No, I do not. Oh well, a lily is something beautiful. This and is gilding Dutch. is putting gold on it, and why would you want to? Oh yes, why one would you two, make gold member. Better. <laughs> it is Dutch. Isn't is that it? your Frank de Boer? Yes, yeah, so uh, good first half, but Pete Martinez will stay on the bench. Oh. When I do a Dutch we accent, do, I know it's we, terrible. I always pretend I have marbles in my mouth. Is that the wrong thing to say? That. We oh. do a whole podcast on the fact that the reigning South Ameri- South American so player right of the year sat on the bench, and I am on record as saying that pump the brakes on him being the best player in MLS just by yeah. way of his transfer. By the way, I don't think it's not for them. I like picked Toronto, but Atlanta is very flawed and there's it, it got better, but it never got all the way better. Yep. I don't know. If they make the final like, repeat, I'll, I'll apologize. I just don't see it that, and I certainly don't see the fire they had last year's postseason where they just ripped through. Yeah, this was tough. They won a lot of trophies. Yep. Uh, the U.S. Open Cup, the Campiones Cup. Yes. It's tough to keep that, that uh, fire light. I mean, this season's the only guy that really keeps that fire light is Joseph Martinez. Yeah, save some, for, save some trophies for the rest of us, Atlanta. Yeah, serious. Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast will be out and about again. Thanks for all the support from everyone on Saturday Sunday. We had a wonderful time being. Uh, right in the middle of all this cool stuff LAFC does. Alex Sale, a special shout-out to him. Uh, Bernard Worrell, the TV producer, called Alex, I believe, the wolf, as in the Pulp Fiction wolf, because he gets stuff done. Yeah, he's a fixer. He's a fixer. So, uh, Alex, thank you for doing that. 
and he is he's he's a wonderful guy and he got a promotion we want to congratulate him yeah uh well deserved a guy who was here from the very beginning what is he like 26 oh yeah we real i like to joke with him i go one day you're gonna be lafc president it's gonna happen yeah he's on the right path so i better schmooze him a little bit right now so yeah getting that's that's what i'm trying to do get in his good graces good thing but alex was huge thanks to all the support everyone who came out please review and subscribe to the podcast especially ahead of the la galaxy game we'll do something maybe me unless it doesn't end well hey well yeah we'll be no i think max you and i we're there for the people no matter what but let's just let's just say right now 